All hands, prepare for multi-ball. Hello, and welcome to Pinball Nerds Podcast, coming all the way from River Hibbert's Nova Scotia to the holes in the side of your head. Introducing your host, Orbital Albert. That's me. Take it away. Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 328 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, I'm extremely excited to have all the way from Ottawa, Ontario, the Castlemans. That's right. I've got Mike, Lisa, and Carter. Thank you so much for being on the show, guys. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> so, uh, you guys are back there in Ontario. I've left you there all by your lonesomes. Yes. But it sounds like, uh, you know, we're, we're, as my family, my pinball family was leaving, you guys were picking up the slack, and you're not only going to every tournament around, you're also uh, doing lots of live streaming nowadays. Yeah, actually, we, we started live streaming uh, about the end of, two, just over a year ago, we started live streaming. Um, and, uh, we've been, we, you know, we don't have a schedule that we stream on. We just kind of stream whenever we feel like it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've been into the hobby itself for, uh, two and a half years now. Mm-hmm. So, um, we started off a couple of years ago with, um, you know, two machines and thought we'd give it a try, see if the family enjoyed it. We didn't even know about competitions or anything like that at the time. So it was just for fun to do and then it quickly has um, really evolved for us. The hobby has become a very family-oriented thing for us, and um, it's, it's gotten to where we are right now. Well, I love watching you guys because be, other than you know my channel, when I was on there with my boys and my wife all the time, there is not that many channels that it, kind of the whole family's getting together and having fun, and I find it very refreshing. Now, one thing I want to do for the audience before we go any further is I want to go in a circle. I want everyone to say their name uh, and maybe tell me, like, uh, your favorite pinball tournament or your favorite pinball machine, something like that. Go in a circle, and we can get to hear from everybody there. Sure. That's right. Sounds good. <laughs> you want me to start? Sure, yeah. All right. Uh, okay, so my name is Mike Castleman, as you alluded to at the top of the show, Castleman. Um, and I guess if you're uh, wanting to know my favorite pinball machine currently, uh, it's actually Black Knight Sword of Rage. Awesome. Not a lot of people are into that one. but It's underrated. Tim Sexton has I, done amazing I, work I, with I, the I, code. And Steve Ritchie, come on. Yes, I completely agree with you. Now, uh, not to go into a, a long spiel about it, but the music is done by one of my favorite uh, guitarists. Yes. Tracks, and I just find the game just fights back at you. It's challenging, and that's why I really like it right now. So, yeah. And you have the pro? It's just, yeah, the pro. I do have the pro. I'm hearing the LE is uh, is kind of broken right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least uh, a couple of kids at uh, Chicago last year uh, blew it up. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In tournament play, it's, you need yes. some work on the yeah. code, right? Yeah. Um, it's funny because I got to play the LE and I couldn't keep the freaking ball up there, but I, I only got to play a couple games on it. And uh, I love the speed of the game. I love the shots. I love the toys. I think yeah. that Black Knight, if it came out like a year and a half before that, people would have just been praising it and going, I mean, the animations are incredible. The music's just like loud and in your oh, face, yeah. just like Anthrax, oh, right? 
So I think it's a great game. I think it will grow to become known and loved a little bit better. It just came out in a year when it was surrounded by all these awesome other pins like yeah. Jurassic Park. Well, you know, I, I've always told people that it, to me the game is basically Stern's version of uh, Total Nuclear Annihilation. Right? It's I like that. It's a level, mm -hmm. you know, quick, fast, in-your-face kind of game. Mm -hmm. Awesome music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, let's move. On. Let's go on to Lisa. All right, hi, I'm Lisa Castleman. Um, my favorite tournament now. Can you answer this? My favorite tournament was 24 Hours at Sanctum. Oh, cool. Um, and and more because I mean I wasn't really competing against everyone else because it's a really social atmosphere and everyone's just mm -hmm. having fun. I'm competing against myself and 24 hours of playing and see if I can do it. And then afterwards, I really liked it because when you tell someone you did it, it just sounds so badass. Yeah, when you think of someone doing a 24-hour event, you're thinking they're going to say, oh, they did like a, a video gaming event where they just sat there, or they did a 24-hour famine where yeah. they didn't have to eat. And it's like, no, you're actually standing up and being active for 24 hours, right? Like, um, some of them, yeah, some of them got no breaks at all, right? Like the top group, you always started your next group as soon as the last group was done. And that last group was always Bo and Karen, so Bo and Karen would be done, and then the next group starts, and it's like... Yeah, lucky for me, my games didn't last as long as Bowen's, so I was <laughs> napping. I had about four naps. <laughs> so you are allowed to nap. You don't have to stay awake. Oh, yeah, no. You, as soon as your game is done, you can go and do your own thing. As long as you're back for the start of the next round, no one's going to hunt you down. So if you are sawing logs and no one can wake you up, then you can miss around. So um, I was fortunate enough to have Mike wake me and say started and then he ran away and left me and I was so confused. I walked into the room and then, um, my husband woke me and he left me and I have to play pinball. It was very confused. It was it was a trip. So um, and my favorite game is Jersey Jack um, Wizard of Oz Ruby Red Edition. Ooh I have not got to play the Ruby Red Edition but uh... it's very pretty. Um, it kind of took my breath away the first time I saw it, but I love the gameplay. Um, I'm a, a huge Jersey Jack fan, mm -hmm. so um, you know I just uh, really enjoy that game. I absolutely love Waz. Uh, I got to play it at Ian Harewer's house uh, on live stream for Path of Play Day last year. Um, Ian and I did Don't Cross the Streams, and he said, you can pick any game from my collection, Albert other than the one I'm streaming, and I think he was on Iron Maiden or something, or maybe Ghostbusters LE or whatever it is, but he was on something else, and I said, can I please have Waz? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I don't care. So, because uh, he loves Waz, obviously he owns it, right? He loves it, you know, enough to get it, but uh, he had streamed it a lot and didn't, and I was like, this is my dream. So, um, yeah, I love Jersey Jack, and I absolutely love that machine, and uh, it was my mom's favorite movie, so that kind of has a little special uh, spot in my heart as well, so. All right, and I understand you also have Carter here. Your son Carter's there with you today. Uh, hello, I'm Carter. Uh, my favorite game is uh, Metallica. Oh, I love Metallica. Someone was just, uh, we were just talking this morning uh, on the Twitch channel, Silverball, um, Melbourne Silverball. Uh, Marty and Jeff Teolis were on there. Uh, uh, Marty was chatting and Jeff was in the finals and someone was talking about how Metallica is a little wood, wood like chopping wood a little bit, you know. Yeah. And I said, no, it's not. I love that game. There has so much to do. It's not as deep as maybe a Jersey Jack machine, but Metallica is one of my favorite games. My good buddy Matt had it for three months, and uh, I play it all the time. What's your favorite multi-ball on that, Carter? 
Um, probably coffin multi ball. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And what what's like a good score for you on that? <laughs> what's your best score? You know what your best score is. Uh, seven hundred and twenty-five million. Woo! Okay. Well, I think I broke. I think I broke a hundred million once. <laughs> That's incredible. For those of you who have not played this now, most of the pinball nerds listening have played Metallica. But like honestly, in a tournament, if you score usually over like what eighty thousand, ninety thousand, that's you know, unless you're in the finals of like Pinburg or something, that's probably a decent score that's going to get you at least first, if not second, right? So, you mean you mean eighty million? No, eighty million. Yes, eighty million. Eighty thousand would would be a bad skill shot. Eighty thousand is like a like a pop bumper. Yeah, that's okay. I get my thousands and millions and billions confused all the time in pinball. I can I can say this. I was actually playing in a pinball tournament, and I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on coaching, but someone said to me. Now it was before the game started, but someone said I hadn't I had not played Metallica that much before, and I was about to play a pretty good player in a big tournament. And they said to me, if you hold the left flipper, you can get up to like two million for your skill shot instead of the whatever half a million it is. And I actually went on to win. It was like twenty six million to like twenty seven million. I won by the one million, which was that knowing that skill shot. So that's just another reason why I love Metallica. Yeah, always need a skill shot. Yeah. And, and as far as coaching is concerned, I'm uh, I'm on the side of coaching should be just fine. Yes, yeah, pro coaching. Not, uh, you know, screaming in the ear of the player while they're playing. But if they're not playing, I think coaching is mm-hmm. you know. Especially in smaller tournaments. Like, you don't necessarily want, like, you know, in your regular league nights, like, um, in, in, in Monday Night Pinball in London there, which I know you know most of those players there, Julie yeah. Dorsers is the TD, of course. Um, she's never got mad at anyone for coaching. Now, we know when you're in finals, it's probably not cool to go over to someone. But earlier in the night when we're all just learning, half the time the reason I win is because my competitor at the same machine with me was giving me tips while I was, you know, in between balls. Yeah. When we uh, first started playing competitively, I, I did that a lot, too. I, I'd tell my, my opponent, oh, well, this is what you need to do to get this multi-ball mm-hmm. and this and that. And uh, I mean, I've, I've lost because of it, but yes. I mean, it's part of, you know, it's, it's just part of, that's what the way the community is, in my opinion. You know, everyone's so friendly. and It's the way it should be, right? It's the way it should be. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, so now I was going to ask a little bit about provincials. Uh, I know that Lisa played in the women's provincials, the first one. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe we can chat about that first. How did that all come about with that happening? Um, well, the, you mean the qualifying of provincials or the fact that there was a women's this year? Or yeah, what? like, like how did that all happen? Because some states and provinces don't have a women's final. Did you have to have a certain number of women playing or did you have to request to IFPA? The, the province or state. Mm. And since Ontario is larger, um, then we were able to put forth a, a women's tournament as well. It also had to do with, uh, I believe, the amount of players, too, in the province. Yeah, we have 739 total. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. So with the women's, it was top 16 qualifiers. Um, So I was uh, in the qualifying as well as our 11-year-old daughter, Paige. Yes, I saw that. That was so cute. She got to play at Cabin Fever. Yeah, she did better than I did. <laughs> <laughs> so she she qualified what what number and you qualified what number? Honestly, I don't even know. I think eight, maybe eight, eight or nine. Eight or nine, and then you got to pick your first game, right. so that would be yeah, at least eight. Right. right. 
And then um, Paige, I think she came 16. in. She, she was 16th. Wow. Out, and yeah. she ended up 15th. So 15th. And so she faced Julie. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Julie, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry, Julie. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she advanced to the second round, and then um, the first eight who you know, lost their their games, we uh, we competed in kind of like a ladder um, to decide the the first top the first top sixteen. Yeah, nine sixteen. Cool. And how did that go? Uh, I finished in ten, and then uh, Paige finished in eight. Wow. Well. Great job. Congratulations to both of you. Yeah, I was uh, I think, just happy to qualify. Yeah, and the fact that like your whole family got to go on this cool trip, and that's something she'll get to remember forever, and you can tell her about. Um, you've got the live stream to prove it, of course. Uh, and I yeah. think that was on Adam Becker's uh, Press Start Arcade, I believe, yeah. was his Twitch channel. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we, did, uh, we did some commentating on that as well. We always end up chatting on the mic wherever we are. <laughs> yes. Tell me about some of the other tournaments where you guys have got to, to be on the mic before. Because I know, Lisa, I've seen you do commentary somewhere before. Oh, that was um, Buffalo. You did do Buffalo. Yeah, that was the last Buffalo, Buffalo uh, tournament they had. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Buffalo tournament. I forget what it's called. Buffalo Pimpton Hall Summer Open. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Um, then also we had our, was the pin golf last year. I did uh, commentary into the wee hours. And yeah, the C and E. Wow, I've really gotten. Yes, the C and E. That's what I. That's where I remember chatting with you too. Yeah, and I also always get the thing is that um, I might be able to walk up to a game and, and learn how to play it, but I'm really horrible at being able to explain to the next person how they're supposed to play it. Mm. So I can't. I never do that on stream. So usually it's just me being social and chatty and and getting the the, the chat group um, you know active as well. So. Um, I guess that's what I bring to to the mic. <laughs> You're the entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we need that. I, I like to do commentary. I'd love to be able to sit down for a tournament and and just do commentary on the game and mm -hmm. whatnot. I really I really appreciate what commentators do. Uh, it's just when I get to a tournament, I want to play too. So yeah, I can't play and commentate. I try to at my own. But, uh, you know, I, I, I'm a player before, a commentator, so I'm usually playing. And usually the TV and the TV. <laughs> right. Yeah. And we're going to talk about that league in a second, but I want to go back sure. to Provincials, and I want to know how both, uh, let me hear how you guys did in your rounds, both uh, Carter and Mike at the uh, Provincials. So just so all the listeners know, out of the entire province of Ontario, only the, is it the top 16 get to go to Provincials? So, uh, because of the size of the province, uh, again, like we mentioned, there were 739 total players who right. played uh, IFPA ranked tournaments in 2019, and I think there was 180 different tournaments. So, the top 24 of those 739 right. qualified were provincials, and I, uh, the top eight, get a buy, mm -hmm. and I was eighth. I just squeaked in eighth uh, to get a buy in the first round, oh. and Carter. Where did you? Perfect. She's around. He was around. Yes, twentieth. He was twentieth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was definitely twentieth. And uh, uh, it was at, it was at a collector's house uh, who had an amazing collection of games. Give him, give him a shout out. Come on. You want me to give him a shout out? I yeah, give him a shout out. out. So Dave Smith was the host. Hey, Dave! Shout out. Well, he lives in Toronto or in the you know the outskirts in the area. 
And uh, yes, he has an amazing collection of pinball machines, LEs and, and classics, and, and uh, it was great, great time. Uh, so the tournament itself, um, well, Carter had to play in the first round. Okay, so Mike, why don't you tell me how you did in the tournament, okay. and then after we'll get Carter to tell us how he did. <laughs> I'll get to the I'll get to the point where I actually ended up having to play Carter, and then he can. Oh, okay. See, oh, there's a little uh, teaser. So my uh, my first match didn't happen until the second round because I had a bye. Right. So uh, Walt was Walt uh, Morose. Yes, uh, pinball for change. Shout out. Was playing Jason Hamill in the first round. Mm-hmm. And that, that went to seven games, and Walt ended up winning. So in my uh, in my second round, like my first round, the second round of the tournament, I ended up having to play Walt. And Walt and I were like eighth and ninth in, in the uh, seating for the province, which is funny because at Pinburg we were also finished one after another as well. How did you finish so, at Pinburg? Just as a, a side shoot for a second. Sorry, what's up? How did you finish at Pinburg? I forget. Well, I, I didn't do as well as I wanted to. I actually ended up... Uh, finishing in uh, a bye for C playoffs, and then I absolutely tanked my first round. I think I got one point in the entire four-game bank that I played. Dude, you got to go to finals at Pimberg. Who cares? That's incredible. $350 US. What? <laughs> Gosh darn it. I just, I, I'm, I mean, I still obviously would love to go to A again, but I really, really, really will not be upset if I go to D or E, I have a tiny chance of just, you know, going to finals, right? So, like, yeah, well, I won't be upset either way. But, well, okay, look, go ahead. For a is, uh, is, is a big achievement. That's oh, my I mean, God. Everyone's goal is to qualify for A. Realistically, I think I could probably push for B, maybe B playoffs this year. If I Mike, I've seen you play. If I've seen you play. If you had a lucky, if you were playing well. Uh, believe me, you're a heck of a better player than me. You'd be able to do it no problem. Now, I know that we've talked about this before. You don't play as many of the EMs in solid states. You're more of a new, uh, newer guy. Yes, the classics are my weakness. <laughs> I, I tend to do poorly at them. Uh, the, the newer games are kind of what I know more. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm working on my classics game, slowly but surely. You'll get there. Now let's go back to uh, your round against Walt. You destroyed Walt. No, I'm just kidding. I did, not, I did not destroy Walt, actually. Oh, you didn't? I, I, got, I got choice first and ended up picking Dirty Harry, and uh, he beat me on Dirty Harry. And then I said, okay, well, we own a Jurassic Park, and I don't think Walt knows it very well, so I'm going to pick Jurassic Park. And actually, we both had pretty bad games. I, yeah. just had, I just had a worse game than his, so I was down to nothing. Oh, no. Yeah, so I picked uh, I picked Deadpool next, played Deadpool, and I had a really good game on that. I actually, I think I put up like $600 million on it or something. Mm -hmm. So that sort of turned it around for me because I was feeling a little nervous and, and uh, you know, unsure of myself at that point. So I had a really good game on, on uh, Deadpool, and that sort of calmed my nerves. And, uh, and then that was uh, my, my first win, and then we went down the line to, uh, we did Ghostbusters, which uh, I ended up winning, and all the, all, all the rest of my wins were all all three wins. I was behind going into ball three. Um, uh -huh. Sorry, my phone's going off. No worries. And uh, so we played Ghostbusters, and then Monsters, and Fathom, and I was able to, to come back on those games to, to win that round. And then I made it to the next round, which was against Carter. <laughs> oh, boy. So wait, by the time that you and Carter are going against each other, how many people are left in the tournament? Uh. There were eight left. Eight, so, so we both made top eight. Yeah. Wow. Okay, Carter, tell us tell, tell us who you uh, who you managed to beat in your first few rounds there. Uh, 
if you remember. So my first round was against Kevin. Oh, Kevin got to go. That's awesome. So I don't remember what games we played. I believe first was Jurassic Park because mm -hmm. I picked that because we own a Jurassic Park. Right. I won on that, and then he chose Fathom, and then I, I did pretty bad my first two balls, but then I caught up my third ball. Yeah. And then I don't remember what. <laughs> that's okay, buddy. No, that's okay. Here's the here's the thing. You beat Kevin. Kevin's a really nice guy. He used to subscribe. Actually, I think he was my first subscriber ever on the Pinball Nerds podcast uh, Twitch channel. Uh, really nice dude. He's from Toronto, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who'd you play in the next round? I played against Zeus. Oh, tell me. You, you, well, I already know where the story's going. I already know you beat Zeus. I love that. Yeah, he was the number one seed going into the to the uh, provincial championship. Carter, Carter, that's why I have you on the show because you beat Zeus. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Zeus is—he's uh, a character. He's interesting, and his name's Zeus. That's what I know about Zeus. Uh, he yeah. no, he's not a bad guy. He's usually a, a good—he's a good guy most of the time. Sometimes he he gets a little—he gets overpassionate. I'll say about the machines, and it's you know. You know, it, that happens to the best of us sometimes, though, right? Yeah. Yep. We all have our moments, definitely. But no, so I agree. Zeus did, is a nice guy. Did Zeus break, break the machine after uh, <laughs> Carter beat him, or what? No. No, he, yeah. he, he, he didn't donkey did. kick it? Yeah. Oh, that's good. He is a very, very, very so good player, good. though. Yeah, so, Carter, what was the what was the score in your match with him? 4-3. Yeah, so it went to 7 games. Went to 7. All right, and, and then you had to play your pops. And then we had to play each other. <laughs> yeah. That's when I got the text. <laughs> I'm playing Carter, and my response is, oh, crap. Oh, no. Yeah. Awkward. Yeah. So, we, yeah. so at, at least we were guaranteeing a Castleman in the top four, right? So That's incredible. And you guys both know which games you're good at, which games you like. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so tell me about the games game you chose. Like yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't catch that. Oh, I was just going to say, tell me about the games you chose. Oh, right. So, because I was a higher seed again, I got to choose, and um, I went back to Dirty Harry again for some reason, even though I played poorly. Mm -hmm. And uh, Carter beat me on, on uh, Dirty Harry first. So then I said, okay, I know Carter doesn't like our Deadpool. We have it at home. He doesn't play it very much. <laughs> That's one of my favorite games, so I'm picking Deadpool. Right. Oh, well, that was a mistake. Oh, no. <laughs> he put a billion points up on me. Ooh. And he, he got on me uh, the Dave Smith's Wall of Fame and wow. his Grand Champ and everything <laughs> during provincial championships. Like, Oops. I mean, I can have a casual game and do a billion on Deadpool, but never in a tournament like that. So right. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. And then, so he was up to nothing. I did take two games on him. Yeah. I, I believe he played Attack from Mars. And I beat him by less than 900,000 points. <laughs> and then we played uh, Monsters, which I think we both had a pretty poor game. I just ended up winning. Yeah, and Walking Dead. And then Walking Dead, we both had bad games, and he won that one. And then we, our last game was on Fathom. Mm -hmm. Again, he blew, he blew it up. He put up like 2 million points or something, and yeah. I had like 300,000. During the tournament, Fathom was probably my go-to game. Even though going into the tournament, I didn't even know how to play it. 
Yeah, isn't that awesome coming from a twelve-year-old? Wow. So Carter, how did you? How, what made you feel so comfortable on that game? Just every time you played it, you had a good, like you got good points and you won your round. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, Fathom is a, a beautiful machine, and it's fun to play. I think I, I think I played at Adam Becker's before, and probably it was at Pimburg, right? I'm assuming. So, now here's a big question, yeah. Carter. Will you be coming to Pimburg this year? Um, I hope so. Maybe we're gonna try. We're gonna try. If we can get if we can get tickets, we'll we'll definitely all be going. That would be so cool. I'm I'm really hoping to bring uh, my son Hayden, who's 15, uh, but he's he's like kind of. He's not as into it, I would say, I suspect, you know, as much as Carter. So after uh, Carter, I take it you won on Fathom. Uh, who did you have to f uh, face in the round of four? Adam Becker. Oh, no. The man himself. Hasn't he won provincials yeah. like the last 12 years in a row or something? I think his fifth. <laughs> I was just exaggerating, Adam. I love you, buddy. Thanks for putting in the scores on FPO. You're awesome, dude. So... Did you manage to take down, uh, you know, a top 50 player? No. That's the round I got out. Yeah. That's all right. He did play him well. He did play him well. He, yeah. uh, Adam Becker, I think he played, uh, he was he had a bye as well. In his first match, he went 4-0, and and then his second one, he was 4-1. and And Carter was the only player to, actually, Carter took as many games as any all his other opponents combined off of him. So it was 4-2 Wow. in the end. Yeah. So good, great experience for Carter and Mike. It sounds like you did really well, also. Um, yeah, I finished, I finished sixth. Mm -hmm. Hey, that's friggin'. You're gonna get some. Did you get your whoppers for that yet? Yes, we did. I think there's a four or five, four or five points or something like that. Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. See, the most whoppers I ever got was, believe it or not, in Ottawa. I went to the tournament there. I think it was probably now three years ago, and I got sixth place. Wow, that's really it, actually. Yeah, like out of 70 players. So. Pardon me? I finished fifth at that tournament this year, though. Yeah. Wow, that's... I can't believe for, for Carter's age, he's doing really, really, really well. And um, it sounds to me like... Like, how did you guys get your kids involved in pinball? Do you, just, did, did, do you have to, like, ask them or beg them to play? Or they're just like, they want to come play, you let them play whenever they want? Well, actually, it started off originally um, that... Mike was huge into video games, right. and he had a retro video game collection that was all over our basement, um, but the kids played video games, he played games with them, and I would either sit on the couch and watch them play, or I'd be in another room, so not really part of what was going on, because I was, um, I can't do two buttons on a controller, <laughs> so, um, so at that time, he said, you know what, I think I'm, I want to sell the uh, the retro collection and get a pinball machine. And I said, sure, let's let's do that. And we ended up going to um, a Hawkesbury event. It was the PinCon. Right. Uh, PinCon, um, that's in Hawkesbury, Ontario. And uh, we decided that we would, you know, take what we, we had sold and get ourselves a new pinball machine. And we ended up purchasing two that day. We got a Rocky and Bullwinkle and a Street Fighter, and um, I think just because the Rocky and Bullwinkle was kind of like an animated thing, it had, you know, call-outs that were fun, yeah. and it was a fairly simple game, um, the kids gravitated towards it right away, and we just all started playing, um, and, you know, we would do little tournaments at home with the kids and stuff, and um, then the collection started growing, 
But that's when we also started learning about um, the Ottawa Pinball League and events that are held monthly at House of Targ. Um, so we started going that and we just brought the kids along and it just kind of just naturally evolved into what it is now. It was just a very organic thing. We never had to beg them to play. Um, you know, after school, Carter comes home, he asks if he can turn the games on. Like they, they do it on their own. It is, um, you know, they motivated themselves to play and, um, you know, really encourage us to, to get new games and check yeah. things out. And, you know, he's now starting to have a voice as to what he'd like to see in the collection um, and what he'd like to see go after last night's uh, Twilight stream where both on board that one leave. So. <laughs> now, listen, we've only got about a minute and a half left here, but I did want to do two more things. I wanted uh, quickly for you guys to go over uh, your collection, if possible. And then I wanted to ask you about the pinball league that you're part of as well. Okay. Okay. So quickly, right now in our games room, we have uh, I have 12 games currently in the house set up. I have uh, Stern Jurassic Park, Stern Deadpool, uh, Black Knight Sword of Rage, Iron Maiden, Twilight Zone, Fish Tales, uh, Demolition Man, Walking Dead, Metallica, uh, The Getaway, Future Spa. Judge Dredd, and I have a jackpot at a friend's house. Awesome. That sounds like such a rad collection. Yeah. The next time myself and my family are coming through, my family is going to challenge your family to a pinball off on the live stream. Do you guys accept? Bring it on. <laughs> yes, bring it on. We will make a, a big event. Now, here's the only thing. Half of the tournament has to be done somewhere off-site with EMs and solid states so that we have a chance in heck of even getting a point. Sure, no problem. We can arrange that. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, I've only got about 20 seconds left, but I wanted to thank uh, all of you three so much for coming on the show. You're welcome back anytime. And, uh, Thanks for having us. Hey, no problem. Well, and until next time, pinball nerds, I want to remind you to eat, sleep, and breathe the Pinball Network Pinball. <laughs>